What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rapture Radio. I'm your host, Stuart Amadon. With me, as always, is... Pastor Brandon Neely. The Pastor Brandon Neely. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, again, um, the ideas that the Bible teaches as far as eschatology. We've been dealing with that for the last several, several, several weeks. How many episodes have we done? I don't even know, honestly. We've like got 10? quite a repertoire. A, a library, a, a whatever. Today, Archive. Today, we're talking about um, the 10 points of post-millennial we need a we need a thing to say with that 10 points of post-millennialism it needs an acronym an acronym well you know calvinism has its tulip yeah there you go five pillars of islam nope not the same five-fold path of buddhism still getting farther armenians have the daisy (laughs) the daisy you heard of the daisy (laughs) i have not heard of the daisy is that really a thing yes i've heard of the poinsettia (laughs) this is the poinsettia this is the 10 points of post-millennialism the poinsettia Ooh. It's not really. Not really. I, maybe we'll work on it and, and we'll create it. Maybe listeners at home have an idea of what we could call it. I don't know. We'll Young cage stage Calvinists in a hundred <laughs> years can be like, hey man, you know, heard of the poinsettia? <laughs> the Cypress. Ooh, if we could name it Cypress. Mm. That would be really cool. It's not enough letters. Cypress log would be enough, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a Cajun flair to it. I like it. That's awesome. Anyway, welcome yeah. to get back to the show. We're talking about the 10 points of post-millennialism. Yeah. What, so but before we get into that, post-millennialism, Pastor Brandon, is? Well, that's what we're about to see. Oh. oh right. uh, I think, well, you know, when you hear post-millennialism. We're talking about eschatology. Yeah, this is Rapture Radio, after all. The the big word can, can trouble some people. Some people, yeah. Some people are put off by by the word itself. Perhaps they've never heard of it. Perhaps they've spent their entire childhood being warned of the dangers. Watch out of postmillennialism. And, and, and of course, if you Google it, who knows what you'll come up with? <laughs> that seems to be the case with everything. If you go to WebMD when you're sick, you're gonna die. That's yes. always gonna be the prediction. Yes, you know, Google's <laughs> not your friend, but. But yeah, so I wanted to lay out the 10 points of postmillennialism so people can sort of see the, the basic overview of it. So that's what this sh- whole show about, is about, is just giving an overview. I like that. And uh, it's not um, dangerous. It's not heresy. It is a orthodox, age-old belief of the church, the right. dominant view of the church, I would say. Yeah, up the until— The dominant view of the Puritans, mm-hmm. um, the mm-hmm. dominant view of the pilgrims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the um, dominant view throughout all of church history— Although it has been uh, come under under fire and gone out of fashion in Around uh, 1950, yeah, in our in our recent times, on account of the Schofield Reference Bible, Dallas Theological Seminary, men like Dave Hunt and and uh, and others, hmm. and so, um, but we are uh, bringing it back. Ooh, bringing it back. I like that retro hipster. That's right. I'm in. Let's go. Let's <laughs> All go. right. Well, let's get to the first one. First point of positive. Encouraging. Postmillennialism. <laughs> the Bible is the authority, Amen. not the newspaper. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. So let's flesh that out a little bit more. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you, I know what we're getting at here. Well, if we look at the newspaper, you remember those, right? They came to your doorstep. and I had one for a little while. Yeah. It would actually deliver. It was fun while it lasted for a couple of months. Now we have the Drudge Report and Breitbart and <laughs> MSNBC News. And, and any and blog you feel like validating with your personal yeah, the, share on Facebook. Twitter News, whatever. Right. But right. we don't determine what is true based on Twitter News. The Bible is the authority, not the prophets and priests of, of today. Mm. So what you're saying is... See, that's my classic pushback phrase right there. So what you're saying is... 
Mm. I should just live with my head in the sand. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Just ignore what's going on around me. No, well, of course now we don't ignore what's going on around us, but we don't determine what is going to be true about the future based on our circumstances, our surroundings, or what we see with our eyes. We determine our view of the future based on the promises of God. Boom. I like that. I mean, if mm. Abraham picked up the newspaper um, when he was 100 years old, it would be like, you know, um, front, line, front page news. What do they say? Uh <laughs> What are they say? News? What does the the newsboy say? I can't I can't think of it. Like, <laughs> uh, extra extra. Read uh, all about it. Yeah. Abraham is impotent. Um, <laughs> but the promise of God was that, yeah, he, would that have he, he would have a, a, a he would be a father of many nations. That's right. We don't determine the truth of our future individually, mm. or of the future of this world and the the kingdom of heaven by what we see with our eyes, but rather what we know through faith. Mm. in the promises of God. Amen. Bible is the authority. Amen. So like when it. we read the newspapers or go to Twitter news and we see that as far as we could tell, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Mm. At least that's the common narrative these days. Sure. And there's political points to be scored with that narrative. Right. We don't um, lose hope in the promises of God. Jesus said to go baptize, disciple the nations, and he will be with us. Amen. To the end of the age. And he is not impotent. No. Amen. So that's great. Point two. Number two. Our hope is not in the goodness of fallen men. See, this is a common misconception and a common below the belt jab against postmillennialists is that they have hope for the future because they think men are just that good. Oh, no. yeah. We do not believe men are just that good. We believe God is just that powerful mm. and that God has promised it. And we can indicate this through scriptures, which we do on this show all the time. Right, right. right. Regeneration by the Spirit of God is the only hope for man. Amen. Amen. Right. Abraham had no hope in his flesh mm-hmm. or in his own potency. His hope was only that God would fulfill the promise through a miraculous creation of something out of nothing. Right. And people are getting tripped up because you use phrases like take dominion, uh, expand the kingdom of God. And it seems to be a a focus on what people can do. They're, they're, they're getting stuck right there. And what we're actually saying is, no, God does it. God does all these things. He Amen. changes people, transforms them, and he expands his kingdom work through certain folks, sure, through Amen. Their, Absolutely. their efforts. But that's never, that's always been the case. Like, Well, every, the everybody Bible. believes that Satan has a kingdom, and nobody believes Satan is here physically. They mm-hmm. believe that he rules his kingdom through agents. They might believe he rules his kingdom for, through a, you know, a future coming antichrist or the beast or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever, or, or demon possessed people. But no one believes Satan's kingdom is ruled through a physical Satan here right. on earth. Right. The same is true for us. Jesus is king. He was seated on the throne 2,020 years ago. Peter said this clear on Pentecost. He mm-hmm. said that the promise to David that his heir would sit on the throne has been fulfilled. Jesus is the ascended Lord. He is in session now ruling over the nations and he rules through uh, means through um, secondary causes like humans, mm. through prayer, through angels, through Christians being faithful and obedient. Mm. But the power to be faithfully obedient and to advance his kingdom and to follow our callings is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is the only power of God unto salvation. Amen. And so we, we have no hope in man apart from Christ, but it's Christ and his kingdom advancing the power of his gospel and the power of his spirit working through men. Right. Is any work too hard for the Lord? No. 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 So this not. is contrary, though, to progressivism. So we believe in Christian progressivism. Right. We believe that there will be a progressive um, 
you know, expanse of the kingdom of heaven, just mm-hmm. as the Bible says, the mustard mm-hmm. seed grows, the mountain of the Lord grows. Mm-hmm. Progressivism is a heretical idea that is borrowed from postmillennialism. And very oftentimes the two get mixed up. Hmm. And they accuse postmillennialists of being too positive about the nature of man, like the progressives. Hmm. See, the progressives believe they're progressing in the power of technology, the power of science, the power of political science, the power of sociology, etc., power of man. Mm. We don't believe in any sort of innate human power. It's the power of the Holy Spirit through us. Mm. So, amen? Amen. Yeah. That sounds good. Point like three. Ooh, number three. All right, here we go. We believe the glorious return of Christ at the end of human history. Jesus will return on the last day bodily. Doesn't everybody believe that, though? Postmillennialists are oftentimes maligned, harassed, and harangued, <laughs> jabbed, and jibed. <laughs> As though we don't believe Jesus will return. That's ridiculous. Wait, people think that? How do, who people says that? People are not always fair in their criticisms. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess not. No, we believe in the glorious return of Christ at the end of human history. He will return bodily on the last day. Then he will raise up the living and the dead. Mm-hmm. That is the saints and those who have not died in the Lord. Mm-hmm. They will all be um, united with their bodies, judged and we'll go immediately into eternal life or eternal death. Amen. We have a whole show on that. Yeah, we did it last so, week, I think. That's right. That's right. For, point four. Number four. I think we're in the point set over like to the letter N. <laughs> At Jesus' first coming, Jesus established his kingdom on earth. Mm. The kingdom is established at the first, first coming. He arose and sits at the right hand of the Father. That's, that's exactly right. In fulfillment right. of the prophecies of the Son of Man in Daniel chapter 9, mm-hmm. he has bound the strong man, Satan, Bound him with chains so that he can no longer deceive the nations. Yeah. All authority and power and dominion has been given to him. Yeah. His spirit, the spirit of Christ is with us even to the end of this age. Mm-hmm. He has commissioned us as his bride, as his ambassadors, as his overcomers. Mm-hmm. And he is, and, and, and as the Bible promises, the nations will be in his inheritance. Mm. Amen. Yeah, he is ruling now. He established his kingdom on earth then. There is no way to read the prophecies of John the Baptist and Jesus. The kingdom is at hand. Repent, the kingdom is at hand. Jesus even says, if you see uh, demons being cast out, then you know his kingdom has fallen. Mm. And there's verse after verse after verse that the kingdom has been inaugurated. Mm. And we've done many, many shows on this. Yeah. But if the kingdom is in the future, as the premillennialists teach, I, I, I don't believe that they can, they can defend those particular beliefs by Scripture. Mm. I believe, in fact, that they're making a deduction they see the promises of the kingdom, and mm-hmm. they don't believe that those look like they're being fulfilled anytime soon. Mm. They look at the newspapers and compare them with the promises of the kingdom, and they're filled with despair. And so they conclude that the kingdom must be in the future. Mm. But the Bible is clear that the kingdom is now, that his reign is now, and that the resurrection takes place after he has defeated all of his enemies mm. in his reign. First Corinthians 15. Mm-hmm. What comes first, the reign or the resurrection? The reign comes first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until he's defeated all of his enemies, when he hands over the kingdom to his father mm-hmm. on the last day. It's on that last day that we are raised. That's right. And we literally talked about this in last week's episode. That's right. The, the premillennialist believes that first is the resurrection, then we reign for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Then the promises come true. No, they're coming true gradually now and you can as see he rules over us. In the New Testament over and over again, they say the kingdom Peter, is at hand, the kingdom is at hand, the kingdom is at yes, hand. Yes, Peter makes it absolutely clear in his sermon on Pentecost that Jesus has been seated on the throne in fulfillment of the promise to David. He is on David's throne as the son of David ruling. Hmm. It is not something that's going to happen in the future. 
in an earthly kingdom in Jerusalem, ruling over the nations and, and fighting off the bad guys and Satan with the power of the sword. He's doing it now through the power of the sword, which comes from his mouth. Mm. Amen. Amen. Two different conceptions of the kingdom, but we believe he established the kingdom when he came, mm-hmm. that he is currently ruling in session and he will rule until he puts all his enemies under his feet. Boom. Done. I feel like that's, if you can get that, you can get that. The rest of the dominoes just fall. You answer this question. What comes first, resurrection or reign? 1 Corinthians 15 is one of the few passages where Paul gives us the order. Mm-hmm. He says for all things in order. Mm-hmm. He lays it out. If you can get that, you can get this. You can move. If you don't answer that question, you will always be groping in the dark. Mm. Point five, moving on to the S. The S. <laughs> Go. What we believe the 10 points of positive post-millennialism. <laughs> the church is appointed to endure suffering, persecution, and affliction. Mm. Mm. See, this is no Pollyanna. This is no happy clappy. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be wonderful. Right. You right. Know, oftentimes, my friends giving me a little, a little harassment will <laughs> see something happening bad in the news and be like, you know, not so positive anymore. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I laugh along with it because I'm a good sport. That post-mill life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we have not ever said that there's not going to be suffering, persecution, or affliction. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, as long as you're in this world, you're going to have affliction. Mm-hmm. But how does the kingdom advance? But through our affliction. That's right. Through our suffering and enduring. Yeah. A war is not easily fought. Amen. Yeah. Soldiers die. Right. Soldiers are captured. Pain ensues. Mm-hmm. But doesn't the Bible tell us that nothing bad ever happens to any Christian ever? Painful things, yes. (laughs) Painful things. Oh, yeah. Not bad things. Mm. All things work together for our good. Mm. Even when we suffer, we win. Dang. We win. All we're saying is we're on the winning side of the war. Amen. We're not saying it's not a war. It's the struggle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. Mm. But the light will overcome the darkness. Mm. The gates of Hades cannot prevail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, we're just saying that we win the war. We deny that we will lose. We have a positive eschatology. That we don't get from the news. No, of course not. The news, news the is not positive. The news is up to something, mm. right? No, we have a positive eschatology. Why? Because as Jesus said, and lo, I am with you, mm. even to the end of the age. Negative news gets those ratings, though. Like, yes, it does. how you get them people to listen. That's right. What do they say? Blood blood cells or... Um, yeah, bad and news other sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, next point, the gospel is to be preached to all nations prior to his return. So we're getting a little bit more specific here. Mm -hmm. He did say to go and disciple and baptize the nations. Mm -hmm. Now, if if the nations are baptized, that means they are in the church. Right. If they're being discipled, that means they're in the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If Jesus is successful with this mission then the nations will be baptized and discipled in the church. Mm, mm -hmm, Now, mm -hmm. some would interpret this that only a handful of individuals taken out of each nation are to be baptized and discipled. That's not what it says, though. Mm, Okay. It says disciple the nations. All of them. Consider the descendants of Abraham like the stars of the sky, Mm. like the sands of the seashore. There's no caveat where God says now, but don't get too excited. Mm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We fill up the night sky, a father of many nations, heirs of the world. When the disciples tried to haul in that 
that giant net of fish. Jesus didn't put any qualifiers on it. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit in one act saved 3,000 people on the day of Pentecost. No swords involved. No bodily, physical ruling of Jesus. Just the Spirit of God through the preaching of the sword of the truth, the sword of the Spirit, which is the gospel. Mm -hmm. 3,000 saved. Mm. We believe they will be discipled. The nations will all be preached to prior to his return. Yeah. Yeah. We believe, next point, the victorious advance of Christ's kingdom will happen through peaceful advance of the gospel, not physical violence and force. Wait, so we're we're not going to get, like, little church armies and go fight everybody? Not Not literally. (laughs) No, we're not not encouraging people to stockpile ammo. This is another, um, you know, (laughs) criticism of what we're trying to say. Yeah. We do not believe the kingdom advances the way Satan's kingdom advances. Mm. Satan's kingdom advances top down through force, through Mm. power, through coercion. We believe in grassroots, Mm. through the spirit, beginning in the hearts of men, then in the family, then in the church, then in society at large. Mm -hmm. We -hmm. believe first that a man's heart has to be regenerated. Then he has the power of God unto victory over his sin, power of God unto salvation. Amen. The reason why our conservative movement in our nation is failing, they're they're like the the losing team on the uh, Globetrotters tour. (laughs) <laughs> because they have no they're spirit. always getting dunked on always getting dunked on <laughs> they've got no spirit yeah they've got they're not regenerated mm. they don't believe in the power of the gospel of jesus christ mm-hmm. they're all about using the power of the state to beat their enemies mm. the kingdom of heaven doesn't advance through the weapons of this world our weapons are not carnal mm. prayer preaching teaching mm-hmm. discipling mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. worship singing tithing these are the weapons that the lord gives us to advance our kingdom amen and we do believe it will be advanced through his peaceful means Mm -hmm. we do believe as it advances swords will be beaten into plowshares Mm -hmm. wherever Mm -hmm. the kingdom of heaven goes peace expands amen in the hearts of men and in the hearts of men between one another Mm -hmm. so next point we believe in the gradual growth of the kingdom we believe God unfolds his promises and accomplishes his victory gradually in time, in history. Yeah. Right now. We're not waiting and circling the drain for the next thousands of years with billions of people going to hell every other day mm-hmm. until he finally returns where he will rule from Jerusalem on a physical throne and finally set things right. No, we don't believe that. We believe he is unfolding his promises gradually in human history. And that the majority of the nations will submit to him. Well, I mean, that's the story arc of the Bible. I believe so. The promise was made in Genesis chapter 3. Jesus shows up considerably later. Yep. Right? And, but that whole time, you can see that the, the, the story is unfolding throughout the entire Old Testament all yeah. the way through. Adam, the first man who was given dominion over the earth, failed in his mission to subdue it, to multiply and to fill the earth. Mm-hmm. Jesus will multiply and fill the earth. He will subdue the earth. He will defeat all of his enemies and he will not return until after he has done this Mm -hmm. the bible could not be more clear about that Mm -hmm. if you want to find a passage first corinthians 15 is key it's one of the few passages that give us time markers time stamps a clear order and a chronology of these things he rules until he wins amen the last enemy to be defeated is death that's when he returns to polish off death Raise us up from the dead. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. Moving on, I think we are in point, uh, what is this, nine? Point nine. We do not believe the entirety of men, all men, the entirety of men will turn to the Lord. Right. Wheat and 
tears. There will always be wheat and tears. Yeah, and that makes sense. We're not talking about a, a total incomplete, absolute, every single human on the planet. No. But the wheat and the tares grow up together. That's why there's a day of judgment. That's right. There will be some alive in the last that have not turned to the Lord. There will be weeds. But what kind of field will it, will it be? It'll be a wheat field. Amen. That's it. <laughs> you see, when, when you sweep that dragnet across the sea, you get some nice, tasty shrimp. You get all the good stuff. Yeah. But, of course, you get some, what do you get in there? Garfish and... Nasty. Rocks. Sea turtles. <laughs> Animal droppings. Dead rotting things. Yeah. All kinds of nasty. One stuff. day, all of that will be separated finally on the last day. Amen. Not until the last day. But hey, God is going to be successful. The fields are ready for harvest. Amen. So, Amen. last point. This has been a good show. I'm this, into it. I mean, we're we're machine gunning people here. <laughs> I think anybody who cares is going to listen carefully. And we should have done this help. at the beginning. This should have been episode one. <laughs> that would have been helpful for a lot of folks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Last one. We right, believe we there will be a final and short-term apostasy just prior to Christ's return. Mm. Book of Revelation tells us that at the very end, Satan will be released for a short time, and then Jesus will return to defeat him. Mm-hmm. This is mysterious. This is hard to understand precisely. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said that he bound Satan, bound the strong man. We read over in the book of Revelation that Satan is bound with a chain. So that what? So he can't deceive the nations. Why, why does that matter? Because the gospel is going to the nations. Mm-hmm. So the gospel will be um, victorious. We will win. Amen. It will slowly advance over the nations as history has already shown. Christianity is the only global religion. Started off with 12 and now is a billion people on earth, mm-hmm. all over planet earth, mm-hmm. from the Philippines to Argentina. It's going to continue. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be weeds. And the Bible says at the very end, well, toward the end, Satan will be unbound and allowed to gather up an apostasy of some sort. Mm. And Jesus will return to defeat him. Mm. Amen. These are the 10 points of postmillennialism. Mm, poinsettia. <laughs> the poinsettia. <laughs> we do need an acronym. We'll have to figure that out at some other point. Guys, thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Rapture Radio. If you're looking for more of these resources, you can find this uh, podcast feed any place that you find podcasts. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or Spotify, or any other place. You can also go to SermonAudio.com to find this and many other resources available to you from Christchurch. Just search SermonAudio.com with the key phrase, We Are Christchurch. You can also go to WeAreChristchurch.com slash media and find more resources there as well. Thank you guys so much for joining with us again, and we will see you all next time.